Hey everyone and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG. And I'm Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent and producer for this evening. Uh, Kicker, how have you been doing? Well, we're missing Nick and it looks like I'm sitting way too close to the camera in this perspective, but that's okay. I'm, I'm just going to go with it. It's, it's all right. Everything's can, fine, people. Guys, if you are listening to our show, please consider watching us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when you get to see a normally normal-sized kicker next to a normal-sized Seth. Uh, we are a live show, so chat is super involved, and, and, and we love you guys. And tonight, we want to talk to you guys about hobby stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later on. But watching the show, you also get the cool visual elements. I, I know, Seth, you're you're trying to scramble and multitask and nobody else right now, but but if, if possible, can you bring in my hobby progress? I can, I can do that, I think. I Check this out, guys. I have been Yay! hobbying. Yeah, there we go. So, you know, it's every it's nice to every now and then do a little palette cleanser. I've been painting hordes of infantry. I, I am a guard player. I like my infantry. And I decided to finally paint some characters. And I know there's still infantry and there's roughly the same kind of color uh, colors and stuff. But it's fun to paint something in a different position. They have different weapons. I got some power fist in there. So that was thoroughly enjoying uh, what I've been doing basically uh, all weekend was just having way too much fun painting these 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 characters. One of those is that like limited edition Cadichin lieutenant guy. Yeah. I don't know whatever he's he's pointing. He's got binoculars, so I've really enjoyed that. Also, guys, I've been playing a lot of 40k. I mean, I played a game just the other day. I've got a game coming up tomorrow night. Like, I am really enjoying Tent. Now, good news, people. I finally won my first game Yay. of Tenth Edition. I was like, "Geez, it was about it was about time. It was about time." I have been playing relatively, uh, I guess, weak list, um, but I've, I've been having fun, and I finally won. And winning, winning does make it more fun. It's like yeah. once you win one game, you're ready to go play your next game immediately. Okay. Like I'm, I'm ready. Uh, Seth, what about you? What have you, what have you been up to? I now? have been uh, I've been getting back on the hobby horse because you know if you you play an army long enough and you paint forever. You end up kind of reaching a point where you don't need a whole lot. Um, but I have been working on uh, a few new things. Um, so this was earlier work in progress from earlier today. Um, oh, yeah. I had uh, I had, I needed to add runt herders uh, to my Gretchen because before I didn't need those. So I got a couple of those. Um, I've got uh, a few big tracks because big tracks kind of popped up in the meta when all the WTC lists. Is that a Forge out. World thing? Is yeah, that, is it's a like big a Forge track? World transport. It's a little bit more okay. expensive than a truck. Um, and so I was like, well, I know the guys that made that list. They think it's they think it's good. Uh, I'll give it a try. So I, I, I actually am going to try to get an in-person game this weekend. So I needed those, uh, those painted up. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. just like a few other oddball characters here and there. Uh, I've been working on them. So just been kind of hobbying on that front and then playing a lot of Diablo 4. I've uh, been yeah, cruising no, on. No, no and shame. No this past shame. weekend kicker, I saw Barbenheimer. Yes, yes, yes. It's you have to give me the, the full rundown yeah, we'll, in the, the, the yeah, nerd we'll, news. We'll save section. that for a few minutes. But uh, uh, Kicker, do you... Oh, do you, we should tell people, Nikki D is not here yeah, tonight, guys. He's, yes, he's I'm traveling. Uh, he cannot be with us tonight, so you're stuck with just, just us two schmucks tonight. That's okay. We'll, we'll survive. We'll yep. survive. Let's hop into the, the the news section, right, guys? So we'll talk really fast about GW News. They've talked about the this new epic. We're calling it's called Legion Imperial. So yep. we got some core concepts here. Seth, do you want to give a rough yeah, overview I, of the rules of this new? Them. I'm just gonna call it new epic. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm calling it new epic. Legion yeah. Imperial. So I was going through it today, and it's actually it's it's very interesting. Um, so they their army like they talked about their army construction. And you pick a formation, and the formation is made of multiple detachments. And and think of it like you would think of a game of 40K, wherein like a detachment has specific units that go in it, and then a formation is made up of, of multiple uh, 
sorry now someone's someone's saying in chat audio is not working uh if anyone else in chat could confirm i i have little bouncy bars on my screen that say it's working kicker yeah guys tell Kicker's tell us if it's not working. works it might be Nicholas, uh, but if yeah. not, if everyone else says it's it's not yeah ra raise your hand if you can hear us people <laughs> i can't see their hands kicker oh sorry um, yeah, yeah 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 anyway uh well assuming people can hear us i'll keep going oh yeah it was it was him uh, it was him <laughs> Anyway, we, we we love you, chat. We, we, we do. do love you. Well, I just want to make sure this was actually working. You know, it's been a been a hot minute since the old Mad Dog's been behind uh, behind the Nick. Uh, save us, we Nick. miss you. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> so it, it thematically make it's kind of cool because that means like the detachments that you've been playing in 40k, those are multiple ones of those shoved together to make a formation. So one army is multiple detachments in yeah. in Imperial. Okay, cool. Um, and then they went through their turn structure, which I think you and I could have a lot of fun with this kicker. So there's there's five phases in a turn, and each player, you know, the first phase is the order phase, and each player acts in each phase. So we each would issue Ooh. our orders, and then we would review, then it's initiative, and then movement, and then combat, and then resolution. But each one of those phases, both players act. So it's not like you go, I go. It's yeah. it's it's kind of alternating activations and the fun part is the order phase is secret so we're secretly selecting what all of our like different commands we're going to give all our different oh, units cool. and detachments and then we're revealing them um which is sort of like x-wing uh when you kind of selecting initiative um back uh, i haven't played x-wing since like first wing edition first x-wing edition Jeez, man. but it looks really cool so I'm, I'm excited about that they they simplified the the rolling component of it uh, in terms of weapons you just roll to hit if you hit it's a wound your opponent takes a save um, yeah. so it's just a hit roll um but they they kind of got around that because you would think oh man i just take the highest volume shots i can which is like anti-infantry they put uh like keywords on those weapons like if it has light it can't hurt a vehicle period so they kind of have made some some uh, ways to kind of uh, delineate different weapons into going into different targets. So overall, I think it'll be a lot of fun. It definitely feels like once you get it going with it, it's going to be kind of a quick game to play. Um, very beer and pretzely, which is exactly what I'm looking for in in my gaming repertoire right now. I've yeah. got you know 40k that I'm fairly competitive with, but you know having having something a little bit more chill to throw on the table and, and smash into each other seems like fun. So I was excited to see that uh, kicker. Did you see the organized play kits coming? Yeah, back? we got to talk about this, guys. So local stores, both GW and I guess independently owned, will be getting these these store play kits, which mm -hmm. basically have a little trophy in it, some some swag. But basically, it's a way for there to be, uh, you know, turnkey solutions for your local store to have a match play event yeah. uh, with with the, with the trophy and everything. So that, that's really cool, right? I mean, yeah. so encourage your local store to be to be part of this because you know if if they're if they don't want to get a trophy themselves or whatnot, you can get this cool store champion thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, it's nice to see, yeah yeah they had that in the last edition too so i'm glad that they're bringing it back because yeah, i was worried it would be a a one and done scenario yeah and and look at this from um i don't know a greater perspective guys like this just represents how games workshop really is embracing and 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 and, and focusing on events and and tournament play like this is <laughs> it is becoming a, a core part of their 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 philosophy i guess which is really cool so uh that gives me as a, as a tournament organizer and seth as a competitive player a lot of uh, a lot of hope there for the future um let's talk about pre-order items we've got the knight lancer yes that is a horse heresy but also 40k model this mm -hmm. giant brand new imperial knight lancer it is gorgeous it is it's the big spear one with the shield you know it is it is 
freaking amazing. It is the one night that I really, really want to buy right now. Um, cause it, cause it, I don't know. It just, it, 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 it looks, are it you, looks, are you gonna paint it in earth tones? yeah, I would paint it in earth tones. I'm, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. Cause my wife has cut me off. She's literally taking my credit card away and I'm not allowed to buy anything else right now, which is, which is probably a good idea. Okay. We have a baby coming, so we're not yeah, trying yeah, to spend yeah, yeah. more money on, on toys. Um, oh, but we've also got the the new Skaven. These are the mm-hmm. the Scarbets Plague Pack. This is an Underworlds kit, but Underworlds kits usually work for uh, Age of Sigmar. Uh, this little little squad here is, is really kind of cool to see more of these Ratmen. You know, that's another beloved faction that that hasn't gotten a full army revamp in a while. So so maybe we have something on the horizon. Who knows? But if you're a Skaven fan like Nikki D, our our producer, uh, you're gonna love these models. Nerd news time, guys. We've got some news, Seth. You got to take it away with Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. Uh, Barbenheimer. Warhammer. You know, it's, it's, in my, it's in my mind. First of all, chat. Did you see Barbie? Did you see Oppenheimer? Which one did you like more? Seth saw both. Seth, take it away. Which was your favorite of the two? You got to pick one. You can't pick both. Oh, if in terms of favorite, uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, yeah. I think, was was a, a better film. Um, it did not make you feel good. Um, no. Because it was about the guys that made the nuclear bombs and how they had like a lot of remorse about that. And then how the country like sort of like prosecuted them for being communist afterwards, even though they weren't. And it was just not really nice um, and sort of destroyed their careers. Anyway, you know, it didn't make you feel good, but it wasn't interesting because it's it's very historically correct uh, from everything I've been reading. So it was interesting to kind of see that and story was it played visually out. entertaining because oh, i know yeah. seth you went and saw it in imax version yeah. right like you were into the, oh yeah the, it was right? it was definitely the thing that kind of blows your mind when watching that film is they have gone on record saying there are zero frames of cgi in that film yeah it is a hundred cool. percent practical effects visual effects um so it was really cool to see um we had a good time with it and then so we did that like saturday um, the nearest IMAX theater is like an hour away from me. So it was hard to do a double feature cause it was yeah. a three hour yeah. film plus an hour drive each way, um, yeah. into a different time zone. Uh, so <laughs> we ended up doing Barbie the next day. Barbie was fun. Uh, it was, it was a good time. It was funny. Um, it kind of, it, it tries to have a couple emotional messages at the end. Um, uh, but they also try to have them all at the same time. So it gets a little muddled, but it's still fun. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> worth the watch. Um, both these films are they're like literally the polar opposites on the spectrum, yeah. but they 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 were a lot of fun to watch. So I'm glad. What's I chat saying? Looks like chat's definitely going for Oppenheimer, right? I mean, come on, well, guys, chat that is the really correct. Uh, okay, you know, chat, jump in if you feel like it. Dicky. Okay, hey, what's up, Dicky? Dicky was mostly complaining about my producing skills. Uh, which I pointed out, <laughs> I, I just, am not practice at this. This is a fill-in role. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, this is just kicker. This is, just I hear that you finally uh, finished The Witcher. Yeah, I, I caught up with The Witcher. The, the, the last three episodes or four, I think it's three episodes of, the, of, of this season were released. The last of the Henry Cavill series uh, episodes, mm-hmm. just just utter shit, like just total crap. I was just like, oh, wow, not 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 ending on a good note there. So so that's that. But I have breaking news for you people. Mm-hmm. What the hell? One million dollars for a magic card. This just happened. Post Malone bought the 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 one ring from Lord of the Rings, the one ring mm-hmm. card uh, from Magic the Gathering for a, a for a cool one million dollars. So that is a small piece of paper with an awful lot amount of money. I, I I honestly don't know how to process this. I just I mean I I'm not trying to judge people because we spend a lot of money on our hobby, but it's just like what the hell? Like seriously, a million dollars? Like that's that's. That's just too much. I mean, Seth, I, I mean, you played Magic I guess at one it would point. Be you relative can... to your, you know, 
wealth. You know, a million dollars, a million dollars to Jeff Bezos is like, oh, I found that in my couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Million dollars to you and me, we're like, oh my god, that's a lot of money. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I, I know magic is is popular and it's it's a, a I, I guess an expensive <laughs> hobby. There's a lot of you know people playing the, the trading card you know stock market there, but it's just it's just that's a lot of money. Uh, chat, tell us what you think. Uh, do you want the one ring card, Seth? Apparently, it is going to be it is the only one, right? Did, yeah, did I read that correctly? That was it was the the serialized one of one. Yeah, one on one. So there there we go. There we go. Uh, we're going to hop into the event news really fast, guys. Finally, finally, yes, finally, we have the room block. Holla freaking Yeah, yeah <laughs> there we go. The room block has been released. If you haven't seen it, we'll be doing a newsletter tomorrow uh, with all the information. We post it on some social media platforms. We're trying to share it. It's attached to all the player packets, which are slowly getting posted to the, the web cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so you can get your room block. Now, let's talk about this because this is important, guys. The Rio was bought by a new company. The new company is totally renovating the, the hotel rooms. Not all the rooms will be renovated by the LVO. Our room block has several options. Uh, most notably, you have an option for a room in the old, uh, I guess, design. Let's just call them. The, yeah, the, I mean, the, the rooms the that you've been room. in the last few years. Yeah, so, the, the kind of shitty, crappy rooms. If you've you can get those. Them, you know or f- yeah, yeah, right. You know what you're getting. Whatever. It's a, you're going to save a few bucks. The other room is slightly, and I mean, I'm talking like very, like, in, not much more, like $20 more per night. Okay. Brand spanking new. Uh, it's it's it seems like a no brainer. You want the, the the new rooms. The other cool thing about the new rooms is that they have a a full size sofa that is another bed as well. So say you've got three buddies and you want to share that room, you each get a full size you know yeah, comfortable bed, cool. and it'll actually be cheaper than getting two people in one of the old rooms that is at a lower price. So consider that. Uh, pro tip: You got to read the description when you go to the room block link because there's not like a fancy. The, I tried to get the 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 Rio management to say, "Hey, like just label it, new room and shit room." They, they wouldn't do that. Well, unfortunately, I can't believe they wouldn't label their rooms as shit room. Yeah, I tried so hard, man, and they just they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it, or like cheap ass room and like brand new luxury room with all the features. They wouldn't. They wouldn't make it the, clear. The marketing term is budget room kicker. Yeah, budget. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Right. So, so what what they did do though is in the product description of the of the room of the room description, you can see it. It'll say it's slightly larger. It has the brand new fixtures. It has the full fancy TV. It has the pull out sofa thing. So, so just read the description. Like I said, it only averages if you look at it at, over the um, the period of the event, it's only about twenty dollars more per night for the nicer room. So yeah. please consider that those rooms though there are you, you know when that block sells out, they're not going to add rooms to that. So so if you if are it, looking if, at if we get LVO, rooms, it'll probably be the budget rooms. You know, yeah, I'm Steph. I'm telling you straight up, all frontline gaming staff, and that includes all of our judges and TOs. Yeah, you guys are getting the uh, just like me. I'm me too. We're we're all staying in the nice uh, original cozy Rio rooms because yeah, there we are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, uh, let's talk about SoCal because SoCal, you know, this is going live. We were going to go live today. We'll probably go live tomorrow. I wanted to get some 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 more packets in there and stuff. Yes, there's the SoCal Open logo. Uh, As we discussed, it is an orc because orcs won the past two years. So we are leaning into orcs for this year. Will orcs take it? Who knows? Seth, realistically, realistically, like tomorrow, could orcs go and win a super major, like a 200 plus person event? Um, Don't 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 pilot. No, it, it, irrelevant. The best. I think, way, I mean, I think like, with the right pilot, uh, there there are some options out there. Um, okay, it's certainly it's not easy, and you're going to get a little pairings luck. Uh, well, but I think it's possible. 
SoCal will have, of course, 40 key champs. Age of Sigmar will have Kill Team. We'll have Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, we'll have, you know, Star Wars Legion, X-Wing, you name it. We got it. Uh, 40K, though, we are expecting that event to grow quite a bit for this year just because we've seen a lot of excitement for, for from that community. So get your tickets later this week. Uh, Seth, I think it's time for our signals short. It is. And, and uh, since we're, we don't have our lovely producer, it's my job to ask the question, Kicker. And we can both answer it. Are you ready? We can both answer it. Okay. Yeah, let's Kicker, do it. What 40K vehicle are you most interested in driving? Oh, geez. Okay, chat, please also chime in because we would like your opinions. Uh, I have not seen this question until just now, Seth. So I am going to go with it's got to be a tank of some. It's got to be like a, like, you know, I was going to say Lehman Russ because, uh, you know, that's the old school tank. But at this point, I kind of want to drive a Dorn. Like, I just, you I like that it's a little bit larger. You know, it's got more guns on it. Uh, so I'm going to say one of the new Dorn tanks. I, I mean, I to be honest, man, I've always just wanted to drive like an Abrams tank, like a, just a normal U.S. military tank. So to drive a sci-fi tank would be better. What about you, Seth? What is your Clearly, your the, the best vehicle to drive, the correct answer is the Orc Shock Jump Drag, Seth. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, because okay. Because okay. one, it's a little dragster. Two, it teleports through the warp. I might yeah. die, but it'll be a hell of a ride. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, hey, I don't know if this counts, but the jump packs that all the Space Marines have, I, I'd like one of those. Like, yeah. that'd be fun. I'd, I'd like to give one of those a shot. I know it's not really a vehicle, yeah, but I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, right. But... Uh, that'd be fun. Uh, we got anything interesting in chat? Any, 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 anything we're, we're leaving? Uh, Reaver that? jet bikes or GSC ATVs? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yes. The, the, so the ATV, I can't get behind. That's basically a normal ATV, but the jet bike. Hell yes, yes. The Reaver jet bikes. I, I could get no, like I like one of the shining spears jet bikes. You know, those are fast and fancy yeah, and all that. Yeah. Then. You've got to be an Eldar, and I'm probably too short. Like I'm too short to pilot one of those. Right? I don't know. No, Eldar, you must be this tall. Shorty space elf, maybe. <laughs> um, Seth, I think we need to talk about something very important to us. Mm -hmm. We use these all the time. Yep. This is when we go to our hobby station, we, we, we bust out our favorite tools. This, ep uh, this episode, we got to talk about them. This is, this is, this is critical. Seth, why don't you, why don't you go into it? Why don't you yeah. explain so, people? So what Kicker we're and I about? decided, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're hitting the midsummer break. You know, uh, people tend to take a little bit of time off in the summer. Um, we've been doing some hobby in both of us and, and we thought it would be good to kind of go through some of the hobby tools, our top five hobby tools for each of us. Uh, so, uh, Kicker, why don't you start us off with your number five tool? Yeah, and guys, it's important to know, like, like these are tools that we're thinking that can help us get our army ready faster, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's not just about speed, but you, you want to enjoy this this tool, right? It's got to be something you're happy to have on, on the table mm -hmm. or whatever. But, like... I, I know Seth is getting ready for his next tournament. Frontline Gaming's got several tournaments in the works. Yep. I myself have been, I got a tournament in two weeks. So like, I'm trying to hobby faster and faster. And that's kind of where this came from. It's like, what what are the things that I constantly see myself going to uh, to get me myself ready? And, and, and Seth, number one, straight up, it's my trusty hobby knife. This is one of the newer versions of the GW knives, but the blade is like just dull enough where I know how much pressure I can apply without slitting open my thumb. Uh, this particular one, and I don't know if you see the image, this is the newer version of the GW Citadel, whatever, hobby tool knife. It's amazing for so many reasons. The dial to tighten the uh, the blade is where you would hold it by the palm so you don't accidentally loosen it up ever when you're using your, your index and forefinger. Uh, the particular... Uh, I guess shape of it is super ergonomic. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it is it is the most enjoyable knife I've ever used to cut. And I'm not just saying this is like it's Games Workshop and like it's a hobby specific one. I've used the high-end exacto ones, you know, all that nonsense. But for like just general like hobby slicing and dicing, this is mm -hmm. this is my go-to. What about you, Seth? 
So, so my number five pick uh, is uh, a little bit uh, on the extreme side. <laughs> what? It's a 3D printer. Um, I got Ooh. my I got my 3D printer, I guess almost six months ago, and it has been a, a very useful tool. Um, adding bits to models. Can, can we get a, a name by yeah, the way? So just that one, that one. The one I got is the one in the picture here. It's the Elagoo Saturn 8K2. Okay. I think it's, they've released new models since then. Um, but it, it has been, you know, when, uh, the hobby progress in the beginning, I was like, oh, uh, you know, I, I have a truck or I have one big track, but I need two more. I could order them from Forge World and wait. And then honestly, building that thing was a nightmare. Um, yeah. Or I could find an STL. I can print these two out. Um, so it, it does take a little bit of investment. Like this is not the cheapest thing and you can go cheaper than I went. Um, I, I tried to get something that was a little, a uh, little bit higher end because I had the, the knowledge that it was going to be kind of future proofed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's been super useful. You know, if I, I decided I needed power claws on my bike knobs, uh, and so I didn't have them in my bits box. So I printed off some arms. Um, so, so, so tokens, and bear with me, like, is it basically plug and play? Do you just plug a laptop into it and you download a file and say, print this? Or is it, so, do you have to be tech savvy? Like for us uh, people, a, yeah, it has it. to be a little tech savvy. So you, you have a pro, uh, so what I have is like a program on my desktop called Leechy. Um, and oh. I, that's where I, I design, I take the, the models from a different file called an SDL. I put them in there. I arrange them on the plate and then it puts the supports on and slices it. And then you load that onto a jump drive and take that down and plug it in and hit print. Um, there was a little bit of calibration set up, but it wasn't bad. So it is, I am definitely not the most tech savvy guy. Um, and through, you know, a few friends giving me some advice and a few YouTube tutorials, I've been able to pick it up and, and run with it. So I cool. think it's, it's a very handy hobby tool. Um, if, if, you know, I know a lot of guys that uh, they have a, a much smaller one than, than this one, or they have, you know, multiple friends uh, go in on one. Oh, that's a good idea. One yeah. person in the hobby group that has the printer and, and prints off stuff for people. Um, so it's it's an option. Um, I know it's a little bit higher end than, than uh, you know, a hobby knife. But for me, I thought that was a very good tool. And I'm glad I've, I've added it to my arsenal kicker. Yes. What's your next one? All right, next one, <laughs> rattle cans of primer in all the colors. Uh, and, 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 I, and I know there's other options to base coating your army, but this just speeds it up. I get a primer in and I, 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 my army colors are usually based off of what can I get a good quality rattle can of primer in, right? Because then that'll be the first coat that my army is. So if I'm painting Seraphon like I'm doing right now, I'm going to go with a color that's going to you know, be green or I'm going to actually use that wraith bone right now mm -hmm. for contrast, but like my, all my guard, you know, that's all Xandry dust based, right? It makes it so easy see, to uh, one, two, three yeah. cans of yeah. dust in that bit. There, there are three cans of Xandry dust in my tub there, but I've also got like lead belcher when I'm doing admech, I got my lead belcher ready to go. So I, I know it sounds, the, the, the GW stuff's a little pricier, but it, it I see really some army painter solid. hider down in there. I do have some army painter back there, and there's a couple other ones at the bottom of the of the bin. But like, I that that is a go-to is I've got all the colors in all my primers right there. So I can just go, go. Even I'm just painting like, yeah. I don't know, I was, do, I was doing the missiles on my uh, mana core for the last week. Just boom, they're all black, done deal. Do a little lead belcher on top. It's a good, it's a good, it's good to go. So I highly recommend getting yourself some cans of primer. Now I know, like we said, there's other options, but this is super easy. You don't have to like yeah. clean it. You just pull it out of the, the tub. Go, it's you know. To go. Uh, what about fire, you, Seth? What is uh, the number? Point and shoot. Um, point and shoot. Yeah. I'm always down for some good quality brushes. Uh, oh yeah. 
yeah. So I, I usually use Army Painter brushes. Um, one, because I can get them from the FLG site. And two, if I'm out at an event and I want to support a store, most stores are going to have these in stock. They're a little less expensive than the GW brushes. Um, and they, they make a large variety of, of tip sizes. And I like that they have a little bit of a triangular handle. Um, it fits nicely in my hand. Um, I try not to go too expensive on my brushes because I beat the crap out of my brushes. So I then don't have to feel guilty about throwing mm-hmm. said brush out. Um, so I'm pretty tough on my brushes, but a, a good, a good, you know, there's a nice medium between like, you know, Hobby Lobby $1 brushes and uh, GW $20 brushes. I think there's a nice medium in there. And I feel like these Army Painter ones are right there in that happy medium. And, and, and honestly, I think the Army Painter ones are, I mean, like not the best. GW's got great products. I don't think the brushes are one of them. I really have struggled mm-hmm. to find um, success with the GW brushes. Now, Kicker, uh, I know you have a strong opinion about brushes. Yeah. So, so like you, uh, one of my favorite hobby tools are my brushes, but I'm talking about my high-end brushes. These are my artist opus brushes. I, I swear by them. Now, Seth, I do spend a lot of time taking care. I, I massage my brushes with <laughs> conditioner, right? They go with my wife to her spa days, right? Like these things are put on a pedestal at my home. Uh, and, and, and yes, they are pricier, but, um, I really, I, I, I really swear the, the, quality of my painting has increased by increasing my 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 brushes really the the fine tip ones i mean for like just doing some base coats you can get away with anything um but like for some of the more edge highlighting kind of stuff i've been really 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 happy with with artist opus there's other brands out there that are are really good but artist opus was at lvo Mm -hmm. i i I scooped up some of these i'm like wow yeah these are these are these are the ones and and artist opus has a nice little presentation they all come in a nice wood box you know they come with some uh what is it some fancy conditioner stuff so I am I'm a sworn uh, believer. Oh, and hey, guys, the guy that uh, owns Artist Opus, he does really good videos too. Of yeah. course, he's using his brushes, but even if you're not using his brushes, the videos done by Artist Opus are amazing, like really good stuff if you're looking for some other people other than, uh, you know, the, the the standard people you've already been looking at. Seth, have you tried an Artist Opus brush at all? I haven't had a chance yet. Um, I, yeah. LVO was busy, so I didn't get a chance to. LVO, they were busy. Yeah, yeah. We were there. The, their brushes, I mean, you're absolutely right, though, Seth. They are significantly more expensive. And because of that, like, I make sure I take care of them. It's like, they're, it is a, it is a they're, they're, they're not your children. They're not my children. They're not my children. I like my kid more. They're, they're your brush children. Like, yeah, they're my brush children. I mean, but like, you know. I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I, I guess I just get in that routine of okay, after a week of using these, I, I take them all and condition them and whatnot and yeah. whatever. I let them dry. Right. Uh, Seth, what about you? What's your what's your next one? My number three uh, is dropper bottles. Now, oh. a lot of paints are coming in dropper bottles anymore. Army Painter comes in dropper bottles. Uh, Monument Hobbies Pro Acrylic comes in tro- dropper bottles. Uh, Duncan Rhodes paints come in dropper bottles. Uh, but when but when I started in my painting journey, kicker, yeah. um, there wasn't there weren't nearly as many options. So a lot of my stuff is GW. Uh, product. Uh, so I have a lot of GW paints and I've stuck with those colors because I, I want to be able to replicate the the formula. So I have bought dropper bottles to put my GW paints into. Um, so these are uh, ones that Army Painter makes, um, but you can also find different ones on Amazon. I have found that to be uh, super useful because it lets me, one, if I'm moving my paint from, from a pot to a, a dropper, it's an opportunity to, to kind of thin the paint and make the entire batch the same. Oh, that's a good idea. So I yeah. thin it out. So it's all, you know, so now it's coming straight out of the, the dropper bottle already thinned. Do you use lamb medium or do you use water? I, use, like- I usually use like, uh, I'll, I'll switch it up, but it's usually um, 
uh, Army Painter Flow Improver, I think. Is yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. Not, good, not good. their thinning medium, it's Flow Improver. Yeah, for their uh, airbrush. But yeah, stuff, right? so, but basically now, now that, you know, dropper bottle is the same consistency and I, and I do it with all of, all of my paints. So I, I can have that repeatable consistency. And also I am just horrible about like wasting a bunch of paint. <laughs> so if I, <laughs> I, if I open the pot then I get too much on the brush, then I'm trying to clean it off the brush. Um, and then the pot's drying out and then my consistency is changing. So this just really kind of helps even it out for me. And I really enjoy that. Very cool. I do. I do, you, I do. I do like What's that. your next one? Okay. Uh, don't judge me, but this is this is this is legit. Uh, the, the, the Citadel water pot. Do you know what this? Have you seen this over engineered cup? I have one. You have one. All right. Yeah. This thing is totally over over the top. Mm -hmm. But uh, Yours is it, well it, used. It, it, I like it. It's it, yeah. That is a that's that's my second one, man. The first <laughs> one had to get burned. It was it was nasty. Uh, no, these these are these. You see them at the GW stores, Warhammer stores, whatever. The, it's 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 basically a cup, a glorified yeah. cup, but it's so much more than that. So. This particular one made by Games Workshop slash Citadel is, is, is it's got a little spot to hold your brush. So I love placing my brush there, right? Mm -hmm. It's got a ridged bottom and sides. So it makes cleaning the brushes way more efficient when you're, yeah. you know, mixing yeah, in there. Like, yeah, I swear my brush is clean so much faster because of that. And uh, also, the the way it's designed is so smart. It's it's wider at the base, so it's really hard to knock it over. Oh, yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah, I, I I love this stupid thing, and I will not paint without this. Like if I travel, I bring this damn water pot with me. It's so unnecessary, but I I just I love this stupid thing so much. Uh, if you don't have one of these, um, get one. Like they're like five dollars. You know, they're they're one of the things that GW uh, like made that GW makes that's very affordable and totally 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 something that most people should should scoop up it is it is weird though because i live in new orleans where people literally throw us cups for mardi gras and yeah. stuff like we're we, i don't need more cups but this one is like i said it's Special it's the cup. entire thing is designed perfectly seth um I, I i know that you probably have something a little bit more um, exciting than, than yeah than yeah i i couldn't not put it on this uh it's an airbrush and oh, and yeah, i cheated I said airbrush and an airbrush booth because I've, I, I have a, a kind of just a basic run of the mill workhorse airbrush, a Badger 105. Um, and I've, I had that for a while and it, I had to use it in my garage, um, which made it difficult because my garage is not climate controlled. And that certainly affects how the paint flows. Um, and then I want to say maybe a year ago or so, uh, for Christmas, my brother-in-law got me the the airbrush booth, and now I was able to move my airbrush setup into my hobby room, and it kind of vents out out a window, and uh, the, that really helped because now I'm I'm in my hobby room. Uh, I don't have to worry about climate control; it's always the same climate. And importantly, my airbrush is right there next to my paint station now, so it's really made me a lot more comfortable trying to get, you know, I used to just use the airbrush to base coat. Now it's, I can base coat and I can maybe do a little color blocking with it. Or if I want to try to do a little glow effect here or there. Um, so it's really kind of given me that tool right at my fingertips to kind of play around with and try some new things. And I've been happy with the results. So I think it's definitely, uh, if, if you're into it any period of time, um, I think, you know, this is like, you know, the airbrush is probably about a hundred dollars and the boost about a hundred dollars and quality air compressor is about a hundred dollars. So like, it's not a cheap setup, but once you've got it and it's there and, and then you can use it and maintain it. It's a, it's a thing I use, um, 
I literally on every model I paint, every model I paint starts with an airbrush. So it's, it's funny, right? Because we, uh, we both spend our money in different, like I spend my money on paint brushes. You spend your money on the airbrush. I, I spend it on a brush technically. An airbrush. It's still a brush. It's still a brush. It's still a brush. Anyway, cool. kicker. Your number, oh, yeah. your number one thing, your most All important right. top hobby tool, and, and the way I'm, I'm, I'm pers- like the thing that's extremely valuable to me personally mm-hmm. that I use every single time I paint and hobby. I, I have to, like, I, I just have to. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're gonna think this is stupid, but it's the paint pot holder. It's the little weird triangular Again, shape. That thing. thing has seen some use. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're looking at the photo right in there. That is, that is, it is covered in, in all sorts of paint and, and grime, but kind of like the water pot holder, I guess the water pot, the paint pot holder really prevents messes from happening. And I move extremely quickly when I paint. I just, I try to go quickly. I try to get stuff done quickly. And I, I don't know, before this thing, I probably lost a pot of paint or I guess shade really, you know, inks, shades. Yeah. Once every few weeks. uh... Yeah. And a huge mess. I mean, I've lost so many pairs of pants from just knocking a bottle of shade over and it just right off the desk onto my lap. So since then, I've never, never, never once knocked over a pot. Uh, this thing is, is is a godsend. It is amazing. It's another one of those like little cheap things, but it just stays under my desk. I don't use a pot of paint unless it's sitting in that thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been very successful in not making more messes, despite the, the thing itself being covered in, in droplets. And it, it has sacrificed itself. It is. Have, have you got one of these, Seth? I do. I have a different style one, but yeah, I use it. Mine has like a little hook to hold the lid as well. Oh, ooh, fancy. Wow, geez. So, so bear in mind though, man, right? Like, we all have different, I guess, techniques. I move very quickly. I'm not clumsy. I just, I move quickly. And when I'm painting, I just, I just knock over shit. So this has been invaluable to me. So what is your, Seth? What is your number one hobby tool? A wet palette. Ooh, okay. Good one. Good one. Good one. Yeah. So I, I, uh, for the longest time, didn't use wet palette. Just use, you know, like a, a paper plate or a paper towel. Um, and it goes back to what I was talking about with, with the dropper bottles, which was consistency. You know, you're, you're putting paint on a surface. If it's not a wet palette, it's going to dry out. So your paint's going to thicken over time. So then you're going to have to re-wet it and, and re-thin it out. And then maybe it's too thin and now it doesn't apply the same. Um, and so your coats are uneven. So this has really helped uh, kind of, again, get that consistency in terms of paint uh, consistency. Uh, in terms of flow off the brush, which makes my results repeatable, which is how I learn and how I improve. So um, I I had a kind of DIY one uh, for the longest time, which was like a sponge and parchment paper and a piece of Tupperware. Um, And then Army Painter came out with with this thing um, and I picked one up. It was like, I think it was like 20 bucks. Um, and it was like two foam sheets and I think it's like 50 of the part, the pre-cut parchments. Um, and I've been very, very happy. Um, I'll probably run through, you know, a couple of parchments a week when I'm, when I'm really painting. Um, but it's, it's just nice to have. And also it's like it, because it keeps your paints, you know, moist. Uh, you know, if I'm going back and realize I forgot to put red on a model and I haven't had my, you know, didn't open my red up for the last two hours, there's usually still some red on that palette that's still wet and easy to work with. Um, nice. And then the top part, you know, is a nice organizational area for my brushes. So it's just kind of all a one-stop shop there. So I super love uh, the wet palette. Um, I think it's uh, another tool that you need to learn how to use. Once you learn how to use it, it's um, kind of something, again, I can't do without if I'm painting. Uh, Seth, we did poll the Frontline Gaming Community Group earlier today. You know, we asked them, you know, we, we put a few, you know, options oh, kicker, in there. Kicker. and then We, we you know, have we... a live update from chat. Oh, let's, they, let's hear it. They figured out why you don't use a wet palette. 
because it's so. <laughs> Why don't I use a live. wet palette? What 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 is the reason? Because it's here? so moist where you live in Louisiana. Yes, exactly. I don't need out. a wet palette. I live in I a swamp. I live in Alabama and it still dries out. People so like. Mm, <laughs> I, I don't know about just, that. The natural humidity keeps my my paint all nice. Yeah, that was good. That was that was, that was it's probably accurate too. I do yeah. not use a wet palette and I've never had real issues. Um, so we did ask the community what they thought of their you know what their own personal hobby tools are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hobby knife got a lot of votes, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody at uh, Clippers, good Clippers. I mean, yeah, good, good Clippers. clippers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a valuable investment right there. But then um, Airbrush, Seth, quite a few people. I'm just reading the, the results right here. Airbrush got quite a few, you know, votes. Um, I threw in a, a commission painter as an option because, you know, a good commission painter is a good tool to have on your side. Somebody can lean on. But what I was really surprised is um, I saw dental picks on here. Uh, somebody, oh, yeah. Robert, I guess that's for, do you have an idea what dental picks would be used for, Seth? Is that for like green stuff kind of? I, I would imagine it's for, yeah, like green stuff and cleaning off models. Um, okay. Yeah. I, ben I, Bruce? I've used them before when I've, when I've like taken a model that's been painted and stripped it and you get, yeah. get the paint out of the little crevices. Uh, ben uh, Ben Bruce mentioned normal paintbrushes, kind of like you, Seth, like not over-the-top expensive ones, not cheap ones. And you're right, just good pair of brushes. Uh, oh, this is great. Justin Hall said, sheer panic painting the week before an event. So just pure sheer <laughs> that, panic. That, that is that. a hobby tool. The, 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 the calendar slowly running out of time. You must finish this model. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, one of your Orky can uh, decided to just take it over and write uh, or this be an Orky poll now wah, and ended it there. So, yeah, guys, <laughs> uh, quite a few options. I do think, though, the airbrush is something I'm seeing more and more and more people swear by. So, Seth, I think you've you've chosen wisely. Uh, Should uh, we jump into what's happening on the, the network? What's yeah, going on with our friends? Yeah. So, you know, what's what's going on around the network? You know, I've been keeping an eye on all of the the media friends we have. Uh, the professional casuals are back uh, producing some YouTube content. They've been doing some live streams, uh, kicking off a HeroQuest campaign, uh, the, Hero, the old HeroQuest board game. So that was really cool to see. Um, our, our audio friends uh, over on Squadcast, which is uh, Dakota, uh, the Kill Team TO for a lot of our events, uh, they're back. And, and this week they did a show on how to run a Kill Team event. So if you're Kill Team curious and you want to run an event, that's a great uh, thing to listen to. Um, and then Party at the All Points, uh, they put out an episode this week and they're up to their usual shenanigans. I mean, I've you know listening to the episode, they, they're all over the place, but they're always a good listen. So they're fun. Check them out. Uh, love it. it. Want to get into the the community hobby progress kicker? Yeah, guys. If if you've got some really beautiful you know stuff, even if it's not that beautiful, but something you're proud of, share on the Frontline Gaming Community page every Wednesday when we do kind of a work in progress Wednesday post. We love to see what you're doing and if it's really really worthy, <laughs> or it's just interesting or whatnot. Cool conversions count, right? Cool yeah, conversions yeah. count. Color schemes that are just novel or interesting. Uh, Seth, I or Nikki D will will pick it and uh, talk about it right here. So, so right so now, Seth, her. we've got. Oh, that is nice. Do you think this is worthy? This is, oh, this is uh, Adam Peterson's Gilliman work in progress. Um, and he's, he's, when you look at Gilliman up close, you realize how much gold trim that SOB has. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hats off to him for getting all that gold trim done. So, uh, and then he's got all that blue highlighted up. Uh, it's looking really good. And uh, it's only work in progress, you know, so he's still got more to do. So I'm excited to see where that model ends up. Uh, Our next one, Seth, is one that you're going to love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is Devo's old school battle wagon uh, he posted up. Check out that. Oh, sorry. My screen's doing weird things. Uh, That is that's probably a little bit uh, maybe a little bit bigger than a current truck model. But that is the like old. I think that's second edition battle wagon model. But that thing is it's a blast from the past kicker. 
I've never even seen one of those, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, kicker. Cool. You've met Dean Pritchard several times. Yeah. Uh, Tyranid enthusiast. Uh, <laughs> he's upping his his uh, hobby game for the, for, the, for uh, Best Painted with a, a multi-level display board. Um, and I can't remember what sea creatures I haven't called his Tyranids yet. So we're going to go <laughs> with um, sea cucumber-themed uh, yeah, Tyranids. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Anemone, he, yeah, whatever he's, Nemo hides What he said is he's just been painting rocks, which I mean, technically, yes, he is painting rocks in the form of you know foam uh core uh yeah. you know cave and cliffs and stuff so uh excited to see that always cool to see these big uh multi-level display boards out on the on the tables that and display boards are not required to win best painted but they certainly help you know i mean it's just a fact of life when you have a beautiful army on a beautiful display board it just it sells it man it yeah, just it really, it's just, it, it it really like it brings home the you know because the base, yeah, everyone says like the base is the frame of the model, but the, that's like a tiny snapshot of the frame of the model. When yeah. you get that display board around it, then you can really start to envision where yeah. is this, you know, what is this army doing, all that fun. Um, and then I wanted to give a uh, kind of final uh, shout out to our boy JC Watts. He is working on some ultramarines. He's got a repulsor executioner here, uh, but JC is gearing up. Uh, for the battle to end Alzheimer's, which is this coming weekend in, I think it's Westminster, Maryland. Um, so if you're in the area, checking them out, it's a great charity event. I went last year. I couldn't unfortunately make it uh, travel wise this year, uh, but it's always a good time. And JC, as you can see, is leveling up his painting skills. He came to ACO. He was very excited uh, to get a lot of painting feedback from our judges. So he's, he's putting that to use here and up yeah. his, his game with this repulsor executioner. That's cool. That's cool. And guys, that, that's actually a good point is if you come to our events, our judges are happy to help, you know, give advice. You know, we've actually, we've actually partnered with the hobby goblins who are really, really good. Uh, and they can always give some advice too. If you're trying to, to level up your, 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 you know, painting skills, uh, Seth, that's it, man. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Final thoughts for the night kicker. Uh, everyone, please, if you're, if you're watching, listening to us, watching us, talking to us right now, Seth, please, you, Nikki D, everyone, tell your mom and them, everyone wish me luck tomorrow. I'm going to battle, oh. and I'd like to win a second game. <laughs> I was like, "What do we? What do we wish?" I really, I really, I really want the dice to be my favor. I feel like I have a really good lit wrist, uh, list. Yeah. I've been practicing. I know, I know my rules. <laughs> I've gotten tenth underneath my belt. We, like, we, right at the, right at the bell, we got us a, a super chat from Toilet Dice saying, "Evening, gents." Uh, oh, thank you, Toilet Dice. Thank chat. you. That is amazing, that Toilet is, Dice. Yeah, Ask us any question you want. But I will assume that is you giving me all the luck in the world to, to go to battle tomorrow to hopefully uh, hopefully sure, just like I, do okay. I will send you all of my luck. How is that? All right. Uh, I would and appreciate And if anyone that. has seen my dice rolling, that is some significant luck. Uh, being oh, okay, good, good, good. I've got Makari's favor here, right? Yeah. Wonderful. That's yeah. I'm, I am, uh, like I said, I got, I think I've got an in person game coming this weekend, so I'm cool. excited for that. I gotta, gotta get at least the, the three tracks and the one beast boss done to have all the models to put on the table. Uh, yeah, so I think I can do it in the next few days, so I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm excited to have Nikki D back next week, uh, yes, so that I don't mess this up in the future. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we apologize for any technical difficulties on this particular episode, yeah. but I think it worked out okay. Well, Toilet Dice, man, uh, thanks for the support. Uh, he he shouts out the Battle of Alzheimer's as well. So, yeah, go up there and, and give those those guys some some love. Um, definitely a worthy cause. So, And it's all, I always love seeing charity events, Kicker. Those are always, yeah. you know, we all, uh, if you're in 40K, you got some disposable income. So it's always nice to see that disposable income head towards a good cause um, you know even Seth, if that this cause community, is pieing jc in the face <laughs> this community is just so freaking amazing i mean like 
it's just people help us unload mm -hmm. trucks. People help give to, you know, amazing charities like what JC's doing. You know, it's just, I'm always blown away with this community, always going above and beyond. So, so yeah, if you can go, make it out to the event on the East coast, please do. Uh, and, and, and maybe that's something we should do. Tell, tell us in chat, hit us up with a message. If you've got an event that's doing something good for the, the greater world, you know, uh, tell us and we'll, we'll make Easy sure we do a shout out. That was almost call. a greater good comment. Yeah, I know. I was like, Oh geez. I'm almost becoming Tao. No, step yeah. away quickly. No, but but seriously, guys, hit us up on Facebook or send us an email. If you're yeah, if you've got an event that's got a charity behind it or something that you guys are trying to do, let us help promote it as best as we can from the frontline gaming angle. So so yeah. so thank you guys. Well, we thank you so much for watching. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday when I am relieved by the fabulous Nikki D. Williams himself. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night.